peace and tranquility. In the Shmon Esri of Shabbat Mincha, we say that Shabbos is a day of rest in peace and tranquility, in quietude and safety. What about the rest of the week? Throughout the ages, peace and safety have been hard to get. We have had periods of quietude, as when we find in several places in Shoftim, the verse says, and the land was quiet for 40 years, or and the land was quiet for 80 years, or perhaps during King Solomon's own reign there was a semblance of peace. But true, long-lasting peace? Never. Modern history has shown that only democracies, or most of them, share peace among themselves. War and armed conflict take place almost universally when at least one of the parties is not a real democracy. We Jews have always been under physical attack, either by our hosts in exile or by our neighbors in Israel. Our attitude has always been the same. I think it was Menachem Begin who answered a query about Israel's war policy by saying, when they shoot, we shoot back. If they don't shoot, then we don't shoot. In the diaspora, when they shoot, we either die or run. Here at home, when they shoot, we shoot. The cold peace with our neighbors, Egypt and Jordan, whose government-controlled press is continuously and egregiously incited against Israel and Jews, is really just a long-term truce, more out of practicality and self-safety than a mutual desire for friendship. And all our other neighbors have never renounced the constant state of war between them and us. The only countries that we are truly at peace with are those that do not share with us a common border. Since we have no real peace, we have become used to state of war as a quasi-permanent condition of life. We have to always be ready for military operations as we are constantly targeted by our enemies. We have periods of quiet and periods of relative safety, even as true peace eludes us until the Mashiach arrives. Tranquility, however, is another story. In Hebrew, the term shalva can mean personal tranquility, even in the midst of conflict, tragedy, and suffering. The Jew who believes in God and his hashgacha pratis knows that everything is from above. No one but heaven can alter whatever is decreed by the Lord for good or for what seems like bad. Since in the long run everything that he does is for the good, there is really no bad. We as mortals living in this world cannot see the entire picture in the relatively short period that we share on this earth. That does not mean that we should sit back and ignore our personal and national challenges. What it means is that we should channel our thoughts and emotions with prayer and supplication to God at all times. As Rabunim of Peshischa blessed a young man who eventually lived well into his 90s, I bless you that you should always pray and beseech, but do not worry. God does not respond to worry. He responds to prayer, and indeed his prayers were answered. When Yosef Atzadik told his brothers that he would retain Binyamin in slavery while letting the rest of them go home, Yehuda approached Yosef. The Midrash brings three opinions as to what is meant by approached. One opinion is that Yehuda meant to battle Yosef, and the second opinion is that he wanted to appease Yosef. The third opinion is that he prayed to God. Praying isn't only at Shachris, Mincha, and Marav times. It is any time when there is a need. Praying is what yields a heavenly response, and praying will lead to personal tranquility. Shabbat Shalom.